Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome to today's program, episode 29 of Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Again, very grateful to you for tuning in to today's show. We're going to try to cover a lot of ground today, of course. We're going to talk about impeachment. That's coming up in just a moment. Uh, also, there were some jobs numbers released here for the state of Utah, better than we have ever seen before. I told you that same thing last time we released jobs numbers. Well, it's gotten even better. We're going to see uh, if it's possible for things to get too good. I'm going to speak to an expert on that in a little while. Also, later on in the program, I want to tell you uh, at about 2.35, the way we start each day, uh, producer Amy and I, we sit down and we compile something called a rundown. It's a big list of all the things that we intend to cover on each day's program. We try to fill in all the all the blocks and all the, make all the decisions before uh, the show starts. But right now, I'm going to tell you uh, at 2.35, there is a blank spot. And we're not sure yet what we're going to talk about uh, at 2.35. It's going to be one or two, one of two things. It's going to be one of two things and this all rides on producer amy's shoulders uh there has been a dinosaur a new dinosaur discovered here in uh, the state of utah and i need to speak to an expert who can explain that all to us because uh all i know about dinosaurs i learned from dr ian malcolm and i'm just not ready uh to to characterize all these new discoveries on my own so i need an expert now if we don't get an expert you know what we're going to talk about impeachment again and uh, I think if someone was going to talk about or ha- if someone was offered the choice between talking about impeachment and a dinosaur, a newly discovered dinosaur here in the state of Utah, I think that's a pretty easy choice. So, uh, Producer Amy, it's all on you. Uh, listen, I want to welcome to the program again a friend of mine, Natalie Andrews. She is a congressional reporter working for the Wall Street Journal. Uh, she is on the front lines of this impeachment saga as it plays out. We spoke to her uh, just on the eve of these uh, proceedings. She told us uh, about a number of things. One of them uh, were new restrictions placed on reporters who are tasked with covering uh, these events. Typically, it's pretty open and uh, access is readily available for reporters to interact with senators and uh, staffers. And they can move around freely throughout uh, the Capitol complex. But uh, that has changed as we have ramped up these impeachment proceedings. And some of those uh, some of those liberties that folks had had in the past are, are trimmed back a little bit. So let me just thank. Uh, Natalie for joining us again here on the program. Natalie, how you doing? I am well, Lee. How are you? Not too bad. Let me ask you this. If you were given the choice between covering uh, dinosaurs and impeachment, which would you choose? I was just thinking that my life is just not as exciting as a new dinosaur right now. Mm. Well, we'll try to get to that later on today. Again, it's up to producer Amy. We'll see what <laughs> she luck. can pull I'll off. tune in. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, tell us, what are you experiencing right now? Well, I am in the Senate press gallery on the other side of me through a wall is the trial. So they are generally at this time, we've been watching the Senate, they're experiencing some long days. So they have all been showing up generally in good spirits, fairly focused. And after dinner time, you do start seeing the senators who are told to you know sit in their chairs. They can't talk with each other at night. It's been interesting because you see them, you know, standing drinking more water, trying to stay awake. Um, but certainly some long days in the Senate this week for everyone. What, uh, 
now today is the the third of three days for the Democrat House mm-hmm. managers to make their case against the president, uh, uh, arguing in favor of the articles of impeachment which have been transmitted from the House. I, is there any shifting tone? Can you do you feel any any differences as uh, as this day winds down and as we ramp up to the defense's turn tomorrow? Certainly, today they're going to be talking about the obstruction of Congress charge and how they feel that Congress or that Trump blocked their efforts to do the investigation. We don't know how long that's going to take. It was different to see them talk about abuse of power yesterday because they were playing clips. They even played a clip from Lindsey Graham right there while he was a senator. He was, um, out of the room for that, but it was interesting. We'll see how they outline They won't have enough video clips and things like that because when you're trying to talk about obstruction of Congress, the obstruction is the point. So you don't have the video clips to play necessarily. But you do kind of sense that senators are ready to hear the other side, especially Republicans. They're talking a lot about how they can't make a decision without seeing the other side and they want to hear the president's defense. Do you think that the defense, are there any indications that the, de- the defense folks will take up all the time allotted to them? We've heard uh, many of them speak out in the past talking about uh, a quick presentation. We'll move right through this. Or will they, uh, like the Democrat uh, impeachment managers under the uh, direction and leadership of Adam Schiff, uh, take up uh, as much time as possible? Donald Trump feels like Saturday afternoon is the death valley of TV. So he is not thrilled that his impeachment managers have to start tomorrow on a Saturday. And we do expect that they'll probably have an abbreviated day. They'll have they'll open their case, but we don't think that they'll take all eight hours um, that they could take up tomorrow we think that they'll leave that for long long days on monday and tuesday skipping sunday there are no proceedings on sunday is that right yeah there's nothing no no proceedings on sunday so bernie sanders and elizabeth warren have events in iowa they'll probably be able to make it and a few senators who don't have long flights will probably be able to go home for the weekend well how about you what does what does sunday mean for you do you get a day off or is that a time to collect your thoughts and prepare for monday We'll see. I probably will get some sleep. There's been some late nights and early mornings because, I mean, the Senate starts and we get here when they arrive. Uh, there was a coronavirus briefing this morning that several senators were at, and including Senator Lamar Alexander, who's one of the senators, along with Mitt Romney and Susan Collins, who's expressed some interest in hearing from witnesses or at least an open mind. So. Lamar Alexander had quite a crowd waiting for him outside of his briefing on coronavirus to talk about impeachment. We just have uh, about 90 seconds to go. Let me talk. To, let me ask you a question about your experience covering this issue. I, uh, You and I have crossed paths countless times in the hallways of Congress. Mm-hmm. I see uh, where you position yourself to intercept various members mm-hmm. and folks important. And you do so alongside many other uh, reporters, uh, both your competitors and also your colleagues. Has this event changed the the relationship or the nature uh, of your relationship with some of your colleagues, some of your competitors, uh, simply due to the fact that uh, most of the networks here are covering this wall to wall to wall. And if I'm honest, my hat's off to them. Mm-hmm. I, I applaud uh, the CNNs and the MSNBCs and the network television channels for making the decision to go wall to wall on this. It is that important, uh, but them doing so certainly is a sacrifice of some ad revenue. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't thought about that, but 
They certainly there's a lot more reporters here at the Capitol, and I know that there some networks are taking people who have been on their 2020 presidential teams, and now we're seeing them in the Capitol. The Capitol Hill press corps is incredibly collegial. We see each other, we know each other. I hang out with my people, reporters from the New York Times and CNN much more often than I see my own colleagues because we're all waiting outside of the same meetings and waiting for senators. So we tend to be have an understanding. It's also a physical job. I'm sure you've seen it on the Capitol, but there are, you spend a lot of time walking around or in these media, in these scrums, which can get sometimes really intense and people can jostle. So I think that most people try to be courteous. We're trying to be nice to each other. But yeah, I mean, the competition, it's right now, really everything is looking ahead to this witness vote next week because right. that's really an under, when we'll know, does this trial wrap up? at the end of next week, possibly, or do things extend well into February? So right now, that's, I think, what everyone is trying to chase and ask and understand how Mitch McConnell is working behind the scenes to sway senators into his direction. Sure. Uh, Natalie Andrews, reporter with The Wall Street Journal, former KSL employee. Uh, Utah State University graduate. Grateful to you for your report. Uh, let me touch base with you uh, again next week once the defense takes up their turn, all right? Sure thing. Good luck with your dinosaur. Thank you so much. Good luck to Amy. Good luck to <laughs> producer Amy. See what she can pull off. Yeah, good luck, Amy. Uh, Natalie, thank you so much. Uh, we'll speak to you next week. That was Natalie Andrews with the Wall Street Journal reporting from uh, just outside the Senate chambers where right now Adam Schiff and the other impeachment manners are prosecuting the case against the president of the United States. Next up, we're speaking to an economist. We're going to talk about jobs here in the state of Utah. The numbers are great, not only for us here in Utah, but across the country. That's coming up next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.